Today, joining us on the pod is Chase Garbers, quarterback of the California Berkeley Golden Bears. In high school, Chase passed for 7,970 yards with 90 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. He had 129.1 quarterback rating on 69% completion percentage. As a freshman in college, he played against future pro quarterbacks such as Justin Herbert and Gardner Minshew. He also led his unranked Golden Bears to a massive upset over ninth-ranked Washington. Since his freshman year, Chase has been the leader of the offense is now entering in a senior season with high expectations for his team and from the NFL scouts all over the league. Chase, thanks for joining the pod. Yeah, thanks for having me. We really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to join us, and we've been dying to ask you some questions, so we're just going to get right into it. Yeah, sounds good. Awesome. Chase, I read that you had offers from Yale, Brown, and Cornell. You must have had some pretty good grades in high school. If football wasn't an option, what kind of career would you want to pursue? Well, I had some pretty solid grades. I probably would say I wouldn't have gotten into those schools without football. But, you know, if I didn't have football, my career would definitely be down kind of a more business oriented finance path. My dad is in that industry. And so it's definitely something I want to pursue after football. So, you know, I, I chose Cal because it has a great business school and, you know, great uh, networking connection postgraduate. And, you know, it's just great to be in the Bay Area. Chase, you're a dual threat quarterback. You've got speed, power, you've got a strong arm, a very concise throwing motion, and a great amount of touch on your passes. You're a clear NFL prospect. What part of your game do you want to improve on? Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of things I could always improve on year in and year out. You know, the older I've gotten, the more, you know, fine-tuning the little things I've looked at, you know, whether it's just foot placement, foot speed, you know, obviously arm strength and accuracy are some couple big things that you always want to work on every year. So just kind of fine-tuning the little things of your game uh, is definitely what will help separate yourself from others. Love it. Can you compare the feeling of throwing a touchdown to anything outside of football? Uh, I mean, probably not outside football. Definitely winning a game, though. Those two are definitely right up there, but nothing outside of football. Yeah, I imagine it's a pretty special feeling. All right, I'm going to take us through 2019, your sophomore year. You start out the season by going 4-0, including a big upset win over 14th-ranked Washington, led by current Colt quarterback Jacob Eason. Game five, you break your collarbone. You're out for five games, and then you come back, and at the end of the first half against a team that you grew up watching in USC, you get a concussion. You come back next week after that concussion. You win three straight games. Stanford, which we'll be bringing up shortly, UCLA, another team you grew up watching. Then you win a bowl game where you throw for 270 yards and four tutties. First question, how do you stay resilient after sustaining back-to-back injuries while you're trying to reach new heights in your career? Yeah, I mean, I can just say from the collarbone experience, that was the first you know major injury I've ever had in sports. So it was kind of a shock to the system, but then also being the leader of the offense, being leader of the team, you know, those guys look at you. So just, you know, staying involved the best I can while I was out, you know, I couldn't practice, couldn't play in a game, but, you know, I could be that, that second offensive coordinator, that second coach, you know, that's more relatable to the players. And that whole time I was just making sure, you know, the guy who was playing at the time, Devon Monster was as ready as possible for those games. Um, and just making sure the offense was good to go in all aspects. So, you know, it was definitely a, a different perspective, but it also was a great perspective to have to take that step back and have that kind of coach's view because that also helped mature my, my mental process of the game and kind of uh, helped me see things differently. Um, but then, you know, coming back, you know, being able to play against, you know, a kind of a hometown team, someone I grew up watching against USC, and then unfortunately getting knocked out um, in the first half was definitely frustrating. But, you know, I just had to work my tail off to get back that next week. Yeah, I can only imagine having working so hard on rehabbing, you're on the sideline helping your team. And just as you said, you know, 
getting a new perspective and, you know, really helping out being more relatable to the guys. And then the first game back, boom, knocked out. So big ups for you to come back after that second injury, back-to-back injuries, and then have such a, a strong three games. Let's, let's jump right into those three games. You cap off the season against three strong teams, including a bowl game that was just really important to your school. What's it like having, you know, bounce back from those injuries and then one, two, and three huge wins? Uh, well, the first one against Stanford was awesome, obviously. You know, the big game is, is very big up here. Um, I didn't actually... No, I didn't actually clear protocol until that Wednesday. So, wow. had, uh, you know, some mental reps those first two days, but wasn't physically able to practice until that, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, leading up to the game. Uh, but that was a real special moment, not only for our team, but, you know, for the Cal community and Cal fans. I mean, just watching, you know, thousands of, of Cal fans pour onto the field at Stanford, you know, was, was truly spectacular, uh, an awesome feeling. Um, you know, we're looking forward to do that again uh, this year. And then going down to UCLA, you know, we always kind of play them last. Uh, where I grew up, it was USC or UCLA. You know, that's who you were rooting for. But, you know, another very talented team where, you know, we didn't want to look too forward into a bowl game because we knew we were bowl eligible. So we had to take care of some business with a very talented UCLA team. Um, and then ended off with the Red Box Bowl. You know, we got to stay home pretty much. We stayed in San Francisco. Uh, the game was being played at Levi Stadium down in Santa Clara. So it was basically a home game for us. Uh, you know, another really talented Illinois team. And it's a great way to cap off the season. Absolutely. You just mentioned USC, UCLA. I know you grew up watching them. Who did you root for growing up? I was a USC fan. My grandparents on my mom's side went to SC. So her whole side of the family was big SC fans. That's awesome. That's awesome. I've got cousins who are just huge USC fans. They're, and then their boys, now they're growing up USC fans. I can see it's a really fun tradition to, to jump into. Yeah. Let's go back to Stanford. That's your biggest rival. The Stanford X is the trophy that goes to the winner every year. You lost the game as a freshman. We just went over that you won it as a sophomore, which was honestly incredible. Your game-winning drive was really special. And I urge those of you who haven't seen it to go quickly on YouTube and type in 2019 Stanford versus Cal. Then you go to your junior year where you guys go drive down the field to tie up the game and you score your touchdown that you needed, but then the extra point gets blocked, which would have taken you to overtime. This is the rivalry game. This is your college career, your senior year. How important is that Stanford game to you this year? It's very important, you know, not only being a senior player, um, but, you know, also for the Cal community. Um, we felt like we shouldn't have given them the ax back last year, but unfortunately, you know, plays like that happen in a rivalry game. Um, so we're kind of bitter on that one. But, you know, we're really looking forward to this one this year, going back to their play. So a little nostalgia of the 2019 game, possibly. But, you know, we're really looking forward to playing Stanford. Yeah, we're all looking forward to watching it. All right, let's move on to name, image, and likeness. Chase, you're a quarterback in the Bay Area. Um, the early stats surrounding the NIL deals suggest that most players who are signing at deals are signing with local companies and entering into regional instead of national opportunities. I'm sure you get asked this all the time. You know, what deals are you going to sign? So instead, I'm going to ask you something a little different. Cal has a program called Golden. How has and how does that program help you navigate the new NIL opportunities that you're pursuing? Yeah, I mean, the Golden program at Cal uh, obviously launched July 1st, you know, was a spectacular program to help all student athletes at Cal. Just, you know, what it does in terms of consulting and advising NIL is is truly amazing. Uh, it's a great resource to have. It's, it's partnered with the Haas School of Business, which is one of the most prestigious business schools in the world, I would say. And then 
also partners with another program we have called the Cameron Institute that helps student athletes transition uh, post college into the, you know the real working world. So having the Golden Program as that resource, and then you know those two, uh, you know, Haas School of Business Cameron Institute, you know, backpacking off that is is truly awesome as a Cal student to have, especially with all the influence of the Bay Area uh, and just the intelligent people here at Cal. Love it. So, are you interested in any opportunities currently? Yeah, I am. Uh, you know, just kind of find stuff that fits your brand as a person, I think is, you know, pretty crucial in this process. And then also just helping out, you know, Berkeley, Oakland, Bay Area, you know, businesses and communities, uh, I think, you know, is also a big part of what I'm looking at. Well, that's great. And I wish you luck. I hope you get to sign those deals and we can help uh, promote them going forward. I'm sure, you know, because you play a Cal, you get compared to Aaron Rodgers or Jared Goff all the time. Maybe even Davis Webb, he's in the NFL. Other than the Cal quarterbacks, who is a quarterback in the league that you like to watch from and learn from? Uh, I mean, there's a couple. Obviously, I'm a big Aaron Rodgers fan, but, uh, you know, Pat Mahomes is also a very good quarterback to watch, you know, kind of how he's, you know, revolutionizing the game and how he plays, uh, I think is, you know, especially as an up-and-coming quarterback, you got to take note on. And I was also a big Drew Brees fan. You know, he's no longer playing, but I loved watching Drew, you know, and just how he has total command and a very accurate passer. So there's a couple guys I really look at uh, in terms of, you know, kind of studying the next level uh, and kind of, you know, picking little things from each and every one of them and trying to apply them to my game. Can you cite any specific examples of what you're trying to pick out from either of those guys? You know, just different arm slots, I would say, changing, you know, your throwing trajectory. You know, Drew being a smaller guy has to be able to see through, you know, massive offensive linemen, uh, you know, and Pat and Aaron also are really good strong arms. So just trying to find little pinpoint things, how they use their body to, you know, be in perfect position to make some of those throws. Love it. So I did a little research here and I believe that you believe that Sam Darnold is going to have a breakout year. Am I right? Yeah, I think he's in a really good spot in Carolina. Walk me through it. How is he going to succeed? There's a lot of haters out there. Yeah, um, I think, you know, he had a rough stint with the Jets. I think, you know, the move to Carolina is, you know, really good for him. And I think Coach Rule, who they have there, and, you know, their offensive coordinator are going to do really good things. And I think he's got some good weapons around him. So I think, you know, this year especially, and, you know, a lot of people have doubted Sam. I've always thought Sam was a really good quarterback, especially, you know, growing up kind of he was at San Clemente High School. So I was at Corona Del Mar, so kind of knew a lot about him and then watching him at SC. But I think he's really poised for a breakout year this year. And I think, you know, only time will tell, you know, what he can do. Well, we wish him the best of luck and I uh, hope you're right. Um, we'll see We'll see how it goes. All right. You're 214 rushing yards away from breaking the school record for rushing yards by a quarterback. How important is that record to you, Chase? Honestly, not that important. I'm not a big record guy, I'm not a big stat guy, but you know, it's pretty interesting, you know, that I'm that close away to the rushing record. Definitely coming out of high school, did not think that's the closest record I'd be to right now, but it's pretty cool, you know, to have that impact on the ground. You know, it only helps the team and benefits, you know, our playing style. So, you know, if, if it happens this year, great, but we're just looking to win some games. Okay. So hopefully it all happens in tandem if it happens. That's great. All right. Let's get to the nitty gritty. Your best friend comes and stays with you at Cal for the weekend. Where are you taking him? Uh, well, you know, having Berkeley so close to San Francisco, I mean, one of the most popular tourism spots, you know, you got to take him to all the classic tourism spots in, in uh, San Francisco. So the Golden Gate Bridge, Alcatraz, Pier 39, Union Square. Uh, I think that kind of encompasses the whole Bay Area. So definitely going there. That sounds great. Do you have any like local food spots that you want to hype up? Uh, yeah, there's some good spots. There's a place called Ivy's here at Berkeley. That's, you know, got great Philly cheesesteaks. Okay. So that's a really good spot that, you know, I definitely recommend on game day also. 
Pappy's is also a good one. Kind of been in Berkeley for a while. So those two are definitely recommended. Okay. Thank you. All right. Ethan Garbers, quarterback UCLA, your baby brother. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite part of his game? I love how he's got a super strong arm. Saw that growing up, especially, you know, watching him as a freshman, sophomore in high school and knew he had a really strong arm. Uh, he's very confident in himself, which, you know, you definitely need as a quarterback. You know, you got to have the confidence to make certain throws and make certain plays. Those two things combined, you know, is definitely what makes him special as a quarterback. Love it. Well, we wish you guys both success this upcoming season. I just want to say thanks for joining us on the pod. You know, that's that's all we the time we have today. But, you know, you've been a great guest. And again, thanks a lot for, for hanging out with us, answering our questions. And, uh, you know, we'll catch you later. Yeah, thanks for having me. This podcast is hosted by Scott Eisenstadt and produced by Central Park Sound. Audio supervision, editing, and theme song by Jordan Schiff. Make sure to rate and review this episode. And if you haven't already, please like, subscribe, and follow The Scotting Report wherever you listen to podcasts.